For Chelsea fans everywhere, this is the ultimate football app for you. Never miss a match with live commentary, goal alerts, lineups, in-game stats and TV and radio links for over 100 leagues globally. Download the free CFC Blues app now from the App Store and Google Play. What's up, everyone? You're listening to At The Bridge Pod, episode 45. And today we're back at it again with another classic match from our incredible long history of incredible games we've been involved in. Today, it's Arsene Wenger's 1,000th game. It's the Kieran Gibbs, Oxlade Chamberlain confusion red card. That's right, it's Chelsea 6, Arsenal 0. Chris and I are going to dive right into this game. So let's get this episode on the road. Welcome back, everyone, to another episode of At The Bridge Pod. I'm your host, Mikey, and joining me, as always, is my co-host, Chris. Hello. So, in the first of our side series, Classic Matches, we talked all about Chelsea 4, Napoli 1, back from 2012. Now, today, we're going to be looking back at another iconic game, a game filled with confusion, a big managerial milestone, and even a goal from Mohamed Salah in the Chelsea blue shirt. We are going back to 12.45pm on March 22nd, 2014, where Chelsea beat Arsenal 6-0. We'll start at the beginning. It was Arsene Wenger's 1,000th game in charge of Arsenal. Amazing milestone. I think only Ferguson has managed more than them, if I'm, if I'm, I'm correct, aren't I? I think you are. I'm, I might need to double-check, but I think you're correct. Oh, it's got to be. I'm, I'm just going to quickly Google that. I should really add a list of Premier League managers with most... Yes, here we are. Yeah, Ferguson had a lot more, but... Fair play. Um, so, yeah, what, what came in the next 90 minutes will live long in the memory of both sets of supporters that day. Now, in true Rafa Benitez style, I'm going to read out some facts about that day. It was the joint heaviest margin of defeat suffered by Wenger at Arsenal, alongside the 8-2. We will remember that one at Manchester United, by Manchester United. No, it was that yeah. Old Trafford, wasn't it? It was, it was, old, in the Trafford. Crowd. It was old Trafford, that, yeah. yeah. Uh, the win was Chelsea's biggest margin of victory over Arsenal and oh, Chelsea had never scored five in a Premier League game against Arsenal till that day wow so when you cast your mind back to this game what, what stands out the most for you what lives long in your memory I mean the obvious answer is the uh, the Kieran Gibbs Oxlade Chamberlain fiasco um, yeah but, it's gotta be I mean it was Mourinho was in charge then it was a very is a performance that you don't expect from Mourinho. He's very energetic, straight from the off. He was in their faces, very attacking. And I think Mourinho wanted to pro- uh, pr- uh, prove a point to uh, to Wenger. And boy, did he prove a point. It was an incredible performance. And, you know, obviously 6-0 against Arsenal at Stamford Bridge. <sighs> Not more to say about that. It was an incredible performance. And really, we should have kicked on from them. And I still believe we should have won the league that season. Oh, we we will get into that. I mean, I've got I wrote down a fair bit about. It. I couldn't believe we were top at that point. Yeah, yeah, it was oh. a weird season. That was really weird season. It was the one with um when what was it? The Mourinho quote. I can never remember that quote about horses. Oh, oh yeah, it? I can't remember. Um, it. I feel like I need to look up. They, they were like we were little horses. The problem is Mourinho's got so many quotes that he said over the years. He could probably have a whole episode of Mourinho quotes. That's the problem. That is an idea. It, it, it was between us, City, Liverpool, obviously Gerard Smith, 
again, oh, that yeah. could quite easily be a classic match when Denver Bar went through and scored. And it was just... That... Once we beat Liverpool, we should have won it from there, but unfortunately we didn't. And yeah, it's one of them. Yeah, it was a, it was a bit of a shame. I have the quote. I found the quote. Oh, go on. It was... My internet's... There we go. The title race is between two horses and a little horse that needs milk and it needs to learn how to jump. Maybe next season we can race. <laughs> he has a way uh, with words, doesn't he, Mourinho? That I mean, was, some that of the things he said. It, it's, it's absolutely brilliant. So, we're look, looking back at the sides that lined up on that crazy day. We'll go We'll go for the Arsenal side before we touch on ours. You had Chesney in goal. Obviously, the Juventus number one now. Sanya, Kieran Gibbs... Uh, Matthew Flamini. No, he didn't. It was Oxlade Chamberlain, sorry. Flamini came on as a sub. Uh, Mertzaka, Koscielny, Thomas Rzicki, who I absolutely adored. What a player. What a, I think he's one of them players like Matthew. You can't hate him. He's, he's a very always, underrated player. Just yeah, unfortunately, injuries sort of started his Yeah, career, robbed him, really. <laughs> uh, Mikel yeah. Arteta, their manager, of course. Olivier Giroud. Another player everyone loves, Santi Cazorla. And Lucas Podolski. I mean, on the bench that day was Serge Gnabry, who you'd now consider world-class. So that's something. Yeah, that's it's really a... interesting to see the lineups. I mean, you mentioned Arteta and Giroud. And Fabianski on the bench. Bench, Fabianski, bench. Chesney. It's weird to yeah. see how their careers have gone over the yeah. years. Hindsight. I mean, Santi Cazorla, we all know what he's had to suffer. And, you know, I would love to see him. It would be lovely because he loves Arsenal. And if he came yeah. back... To Arsenal and just played even two minutes it'd be no one would begrudge him with that he's been for he nearly lost a limb you know people yeah, forget yeah. that and he came back amazing so Chelsea side two years on from the Champions League triumph Petr still there Ivanovic is in the side Azpilicueta Nemanja Matic Gary Cahill John Terry Andre Schurler David Weiss Samuel Eto'o Oscar and Eden Hazard Oh, wow. It, it, now, that's a good team. Still is a good team. but It's still very weird to see that like, we had Eto, we had Schürrle. You look at them now, um, especially oh, Schürrle. Yeah. I mean, he, he seemingly fell off a cliff once he left Chelsea. I know. We, 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 we'll touch on that as well. I mean, it started with a lovely Samuel Eto goal. Now, mm. Samuel Eto, I do, as we've mentioned, I keep forgetting that we did have him mm. in our side. I mean, he wasn't the prime Eto that dominated with Barcelona and Milan and won all those incredible trophies. But I suppose when you head to Russia, that league is not the strongest. And no. fair play, you know, Angie at the time were going through that phase where they were signing the likes of Roberto Carlos, Willian, Christopher Samba, Lissana Diara, etc. And they were managed by Gus Hiddink. So our saviour wherever Chelsea implodes into chaos. Yeah. But, you know, fair play. I'd have gone to Russia for the money that they were offering. I think it was rumoured he was on like £300,000 a week. Yeah, and Z seemingly had a lot of money for a very short period where like, oh, yeah. and everyone, I mean, I know we were linked with William before he went to NZ and then yes. he left, he had to leave and he came to us, obviously. So, you know, weird time for uh, for the Russians and, and yeah. Yeah, I mean, it started, the goal, it started in our own half, intercepted by Oscar, a player, of, obviously, I personally missed him a lot, but anyway, ball gets up the field, Schurler cuts it onto his left foot, this set to for the record and then he curls it into the corner it's wonderfully taken and to be fair Etu did score some big big goals for us that season you know he really did 
Yeah, so, I mean, it's a shame, really. Like you said, he was just past his prime when he came to us. But in his heyday, there's probably no better striker in the world than Samuel Eto'o. Um, but, yeah. you know, against Arsenal, very good finish. I don't think Chesney moved. I think he was right in the far right corner or far left corner. Far remember. left. Yeah, um, terrific finish. And, you know, there was glimpses of what Samuel Eto'o was when he was at Chelsea, but he weren't quite at his prime, was he? He's just passed it. He, he only signed on for a season and he scored nine goals in the Premier League for us in 21 appearances. A hat-trick as well. How can we yeah. forget that? Yeah. You know, um, yeah, fantastic. That hat-trick was against Manchester United, wasn't it? Just a little side story on that hat-trick. Um, I remember I was in New York at the time when Chelsea oh, Man United. You're name-dropping all these great places you've been to and I've never been out of the UK. <laughs> I, I went. I went to. I went with my uh, with my mum. Um, okay. We went went into a bar. I was like, Mum, we got to watch the Chelsea Man United game. It was about half twelve New York time. I thought, right, we got to watch it. We got to watch it. So we go into this bar, and obviously, I'm nineteen at the time. I think I was nineteen or twenty at the time, so I can't drink. So I'm there, sat there with my mum in a bar, eating food, and the Chelsea Man United games. I'm like, yes, no one's going to take you seriously, you know. American like football in America weren't as big at the time so I was like I'll be alright I'll wear my Chelsea shirt as soon as the game started everyone in there took their tops off man new shirt all <laughs> round so I had to sit there the whole time only Chelsea fan in there watching Samuel Eto score a hat trick and trying not to celebrate was so so hard for me but I managed to Very. get alive we got a three points and yeah it that's the story it was a great day I mean a few minutes later obviously Sherlock, it was seven minutes as well. He goes from provides a goal scorer with striking to the bottom corner. It's a clean, wonderful, straightforward finish. Bit of a shame his Chelsea career didn't really work out, really. I mean, I was quite excited when he signed for us from Leverkusen for just the 18 million. I mean, Sherlock, what, what did you think of him when we did actually pick him up? I thought, I was like, yeah. this guy's going to be good, but it just didn't work out. I always thought he looked better than William. So I, I was surprised when he got rid of him. And he always, he, he popped up with some good, uh, big goals, really. I mean, I remember he scored against PSG in the quarterfinal one time. Mm. And, you know, he, he's got a, lot of, like, got a lot of goals for us, really. So I was surprised to see him leave. But, you know, football is football, Mourinho, ruthless when he doesn't like a player. He gets rid of them. The black well, matter. So. Yeah. I mean, Schurler was the one that scored that goal in the uh, game against Burnley when it was the Cesc Fabregas. And that one goal of the month as well. Yeah, so, yeah, exactly. You know, yeah. That opening day win, it was just a beautiful goal, beautiful, yeah. beautiful move. I mean, so now you know what I'm about to bring up. We're two <laughs> I do. It's arguably a lovely save from Kieran Gibbs from an Eden Hazard shot on target. I mean, you know, I say on target, it was pretty much going wide, but I didn't stop Gibbs from making sure it didn't nestle in the back of the net. You know, obviously we know it wasn't, but it doesn't... It, Great Wasn't save. it Chamberlain? Wasn't it Chamberlain? Yes, it was. It was indeed. That's that's the that's the confusion. That's the point. Ah, Andre, I see what you did there. You I see where I'm going. Andre Mariner, you know, he goes up to Kieran Gibbs and he sends him off. Now it just blows my mind how awful this blunder is and how it occurred. I mean, fair play to Oxford Chamberlain. He does go up to Mariner and tells him, "Look, it was me, ref." But it, Mariner's not having any of it. Which is just brilliant. I mean, how do you remember that? I mean, you're in New York, so you're going to remember this. I wasn't in New York for this Arsenal game. I was in New York for the Man U game. Oh, yeah. Well, what am I? I'm, I'm paying attention, aren't I? <laughs> anyway, um, yeah. yeah, it was it was confusing to watch. I don't really know why Andre Mariner didn't get advice from the fourth official or from the linesman, but it was just a very, very strange scenario. And, you know, when someone comes up to you and says, it wasn't him, it was me, you surely that must say to yourself, 
hold on, I made a mistake here. I need to get some advice from someone else. But no, a lot of referees do. They're very stubborn. Once their decision is made, that's their final decision. And yeah, wrong player. Yeah, I, sent off. It's strange. I, I mean, I'm convinced this day Mariner had Oxlade Chamberlain in his fancy team and his rival had Gibbs, maybe even as maybe. the captain. Maybe. It's the only, yeah. I mean, there's a there's a clip on YouTube on, from Soccer Saturday. It's a good watch. And Jeff, he delivers a classic quip when he goes, it's gone all to see a Mariner at sea. It's like, oh, that was that was a nice little bit. Of, that was good quite. I like that. What a so, true professional. True professional. So Hazard steps up, scores the penalty straight down the middle. Of course he scored. Penalty master. I mean, did he ever miss one for us? Uh, yeah, I think he missed a few. There weren't many. I think he missed two or three, maybe. He, he was brilliant penalty taker. I mean, yeah. absolutely amazing. Yeah, he was. So, oh, well, goals four and five. So the fourth goal comes on minute 42. Simple finish. Torres across the box. Oscar's there. Taps it home. And by then, Arsenal are gone. I mean, this was a big, big game for the Gunners as the defeat pretty much knocks them out of the title race. And they ended the season in fourth behind us. Obviously, as we touched on earlier, you know, Liverpool and City were above us. Mm. Yeah. I mean, the fifth goal, it's Oscar's second of the game. And it's another comedy of errors, really. I mean, Riziki. He passes the ball quite dreadfully to Arteta. And you'd, Oscar takes it on, strikes it, and it kind of bobbles over, she says, Chesney. Yeah, it was poor there. keeping, wasn't it? I remember yeah. that. Yeah. I, I mean, for me, you look at Arsenal over the years as a beautiful passing possession-based side. They don't make errors, but Wenger's 1,000 game was just full of them from the refereeing error to the Arsenal errors. And you could argue, you know, he couldn't have predicted a bobble, but not for me. It's just poor defending, poor keeping, poor decision-making overall for me. That's, I mean, it sounds harsh, but that goal just summed up Arsenal that game. They just seemingly were so low on confidence that they couldn't do anything right. And unfortunately, when you can't do anything right, when you're four 0 down at half time, it's hard to get out of the mentality. It's hard to get yourself motivated. It's hard to get yourself really concentrated and focused. So you know, it's it's one of them. As an elite footballer, you've got to cut out those mistakes. Whether you're four 0 down, whether it's nil nil, whether you're winning, you, you can't afford to to do those mistakes. I mean, you're a professional at the end of the day. Um, it's, it's unfortunate for Arsenal, really. Yeah, I mean, you've, you've seen how we've made mistakes. We, we look at the Man United game this season, you know. Yeah, we, I mean, yeah. obviously Form- we're going to make mistakes, but, I mean, as an elite footballer, you want to make as little mistake as possible. As You want to make very few mistakes. Exactly. You know, as in, as there was an experienced side Arsenal. There wasn't a young side when we beat them 6-0. So, no, know, definitely for not. That, for them to be so poor and so ill-disciplined, it's shocking, really. And it's bad for Arsene Wenger as well. So, I mean, it's good for us. We won 6-0. We took advantage of it. Mourinho would always... Mourinho was like a shark. Once he smelled blood in the water, he'd be ruthless. He'd, he'd make his teams win and win comfortably. And that's what we did against Arsenal. Yeah, oh, 100%. <laughs> I mean, we'll go on to the final goal. And... It was scored by Mo Salah. You know, it was his first in a blue shirt. And, well, how we probably, I say probably, we definitely should have kept him and given him more minutes too. But he wraps the game up. Now, for me, whenever he did play for us, he did show that talent. I don't know if you agree, but... No, it's, it's funny you say that because I've got another little story. <laughs> the first time I watched the game at Stamford Bridge, uh, Chelsea versus Stoke, Salah started... <coughs> And I said to my friend, I was like, uh, don't write this guy. Don't write him. He's not very good at all. Hazard should be starting ahead of him. Because I think it was just before the PSG game at Stamford Bridge where he beat him 2-0. Oh, and um, okay. 
Salah, Salah started, Salah scored, first goal, and I was like, nah, I just don't see him making a career at Chelsea. I don't think he's very good. Skip forward to uh, 2020. <coughs> Arguably yeah. one of the best players in the Premier League. So, don't yeah. see what, what I know. Yeah, I've just, I'm just looking at his goal now against Stoke, and yeah, it's a, it's a, it's a fair, it's a fair decent strike. Mm. I mean, wrong foot, wrong foot. Oh, Begovic is in goal. Of course he is. Of course he's at Stoke, yeah. isn't he? Then, yeah. Wow. Uh, yeah. I mean, I, I think for me, when I think of Mo Salah, I, I cast my mind back to the game for me that was the reason we bought him from the Swiss giants Basel, and it's the Basel, yeah. it's it's match day five of the Champions League of the same season. Yeah. yeah, January January signing, and I mean we don't we've had some incredible signings in January, some not so, but yeah. you know he really destroyed us that day in Switzerland. We lost the game one nil thanks to a Salah goal, and he tormented our side all those ninety minutes. And without Petrček making some top saves, it could have he could have had a hat trick for sure. And yeah. the winning goal that he scores against us was quite similar to the one that he scored to finish off Arsenal in this game. You know, it's a similar style run, his pace being showcased, left foot, back of the net. It, it, it's an incredible, incredible talent. It's such a shame what could have been. We know the likes of Lukaku, Kevin De Bruyne, you know, those are the main three you think of. Well, when you think about it, that season, at the start of the season, well, sorry, not the start of the season, but the start of the season, we had Lukaku and De Bruyne. Yes. And in January, we had Salah. Yes. It's mad to think that not, not one of them made it at Chelsea, but now all three are arguably elite footballers in the top tier of world-class players in the world. Yeah. I mean, that, that winter, we we signed, obviously, Salah and Matic. Yeah. Which, you know, they key parts of that side. But obviously, in the same, we, we also have to remember that in that winter, we sold, you know, Michael Essien left. He, he was kind of on the way out. Juan Matter, obviously, as we've talked about before, and Kevin De Bruyne went to Wolfsburg. Mm-hmm. At the time, we thought 16 million bargain got a lot of money here obviously not quite but it, it's just what it's it is it's funny how I mean, football works it is it really it really really is I mean we gave more opportunities to Marco Marin than we did Kevin De Bruyne which is and Marco Marin's probably one of the worst players to ever play at Chelsea well the German Messi and he he was not yeah he, he, were, he, he weren't very good he, he was good. he was not I mean according to his uh, his Wikipedia page he played six games for us Marco Marin and Kevin De Bruyne played three. <laughs> yeah. Like I said, it's a weird game, football. It's, it's, it's a weird, weird game. Develop. You know, but overall, how do you feel this 6-0 defeat defined our season that year? Yeah, I mean, when, when you won 6-0, I, I thought, this is it. This is our moment. We're going to kick on now and we're going to win the league. And I think, I thought we were going to win it quite comfortably. But unfortunately, it was just the games against the Aston Villas, the Crystal Palaces, you know, Teams like that that we just Norwich as well. I think we drew nil nil to them towards the end of the season. Oh yeah, I've, it, I've got some we, notes on that. <laughs> unfortunately, I know we beat Arsenal six nil, um, but we didn't have that killer striker that we would have the following season in Diego Costa. And I think that's what killed us that season. We just didn't have that that predator in the box. We didn't have that finisher. I know we had Eto. I know we had Bar. I know we had Torres, but mm. they weren't getting the numbers that we needed for us to sort of kick on and, and be that number one team in England. And unfortunately, we just d- couldn't quite get there that season. I mean, that, that that season, the one that followed, obviously, as you know, we brought back Drogba, we brought in like Remy, Costa, yeah. Felipe Luis, Cesc Fabregas, and it, wow. I mean, that was, 
I mean, we also made 50 million that year as well from David Luiz to PSG, which is still pretty awesome yeah. when you think about it. But obviously, we also sold Lukaku, so yeah, it's not great. No. But <laughs> yeah, I mean, that just showed we needed a striker and we went out and got three. And yeah. a world class midfielder in Cesc Fabregas, who, you know, without him, that, that, that year he got, I think he nearly broke the assist record. Yeah, wow. I think he got about sixteen assists in there. Something like that. Yeah, it still, it still is held by um, Henri. Oh, Henri, yeah. I I thought Kevin De Bruyne would break it this season, but obviously with the league suspended, it could. Unfortunately, it could potentially not happen. But mm. it's a impressive record. But yeah, yeah that thirteen fourteen season. You know, we finished third, and annoyingly, as you know, we touched on after this victory, we were top of the league. But the trouble was this 6-0 victory was the filling in a very frustrating defeat sandwich you know we lost to Villa the game before then we went to Palace after this game lost both 1-0 the game against Villa two players sent off awful performance you know Ramirez Willian both red cards both second bookable offences I think the Ramirez one is where he does almost like a two-foot tackle on Fabian Del's leg. Yeah, it wasn't yeah, great. Not great. great. Yeah. You know and after that six games to finish the season we won four you're like that's good. Now, hang on. We drew to Norwich, as you said, and we lost to Sunderland. That's four points lost right there. And if we'd have won those two games, which we should realistically. Both at home as well. Yeah, I've done so. And we just got a point against Villa or Palace. We'd won the title. Simple as that. And that squad was not the best, if we're honest. No. You know, no. of course, the following year we make up for it. Jose claims his third Premier League title, but. You know, to be fair, Sunderland that season were a bit of a thorn in our side. You know, they dumped out the League Cup as well. And this is the Sunderland side that then knocked out United in the semi-final, took the lead against City in the final. Obviously, they lost 3-1, but that was the season Fabio Barini seemed to be on fire. I mean, he came up with big, big, important goals. Well, I wouldn't say the... Fabio Barini was ever on fire, but he, he, he went to Liverpool. Season. He went to yeah. Liverpool and even I started to worry. I mean, he went to Swansea, didn't he, before? Yeah, yeah. But oh, maybe okay. Maybe he wasn't on fire, but no. You know, you always wondered if he could uh, come back to haunt us, which he but, did. You know, yeah. I mean, that player. season as well. We had again the best goal goals against in the league. I mean, twenty seven. Then it was Man City who won at thirty seven, and Liverpool got conceded fifty, nearly double the amount we did. And. Uh, it's I mean, so frustrating. Four points fair, behind. I mean, it's a Mourinho team. He was yeah. all, he's such a good defensive manager. Whether you like him or not, he's so good defensively. Spurs at the minute aren't too good defensively, but his past teams, Man U, Chelsea, Inter, Real Madrid, all very sound at the back. Probably Mourinho is, especially with the team in the 13-14 season. Like I said, we just didn't have that finisher in the box. We didn't have that creator in midfield in Fabregas yes we had Oscar and Mata for a bit we had Hazard but we didn't have that that number 10 almost that was very crave Oscar was more of a sort of a box-to-box midfielder you know get the odd goal but I, I don't think he was as creative as a Fabregas was or a Mata was and no. once, once we added Fabregas and once we added Costa that was it then that, that's why we going to, to win that, the league yeah. That's why yeah. I'm on the title. Yeah. I mean, it's 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 crazy because that like Mourinho now. I mean, the amount it's been touched on, the amount of three-two results. They had a three-two against West Ham, a three-two against Bournemouth. They lost. They won obviously four-two against Olympiacos. Um, you know, they drew two-two with Norwich. So many games and three-two in the Southampton FA Cup replay as well. Oh, and yeah. against Villa. 
and against yeah. Wolves, but they lost. You know, these are they're conceding a lot of goals, and that's not a Mourinho side. You know, Mourinho, he shuts up shop. That's and for some reason, I don't know whether it's because it's the Tottenham defenders aren't good enough; they're not understanding his style, or it's just Mourinho is just not the Mourinho we knew of five years ago. But yeah, it's just so I surreal think, to see Mourinho's side at the moment. Not, I, I think when Mourinho is, I think you know. I've said this before, he's just outdated now. Football has changed mm. so vastly over the past couple of years, even since that's how he managed Chelsea. Um, it, it's such an attacking-based game now. Long days are kind of trying to keep a clean sheet, like full-backs really good defensively, you know, centre-backs, no-nonsense centre-backs. This day and age, you want to press from the front, you want to play out from the back, your full-backs have to be bombing forward. Um, you know, it's... The game has changed completely, and I think Mourinho is just sort of falling behind a bit in that sense. And that yes, he's still a good manager, but I don't think he's quite got the right tactics. Yeah, it's a fair point. Yeah, it's a very fair point to make. It's just changed so the game's developed so quickly. You know, you're looking at the next future managers that are going to be big. I I think of Julian Nagelsmann. You know, he would have been great at Spurs, but you probably assume that he may go to Bayern. I hope he doesn't because. We don't want to see. I don't want to see Bayern dominate even more. But Nagelsmann, great, great future tactician. There's just so many like Klopp as well. That attack, it's all about attack now. That is, yeah, that is yeah. modern day football. It's attack, attack, attack. And no, obviously, when we won six nil, we showed that attacking flair. Yeah, and it, it's a it's a fantastic game to cast our minds back on, you know, and to remember how we completely embarrassed Arsenal on their day it was meant to be Wenger's incredible achievement for a thousand games we made it about Chelsea brilliant great derby game and you know fantastic fantastic classic match to uh, thankfully cast our minds back and see how good we can be even with a poor team we've done it this season as well against Everton so yeah I, I feel I feel with that you know we've come to the end of another classic match episode there'll be some more to come in the future depending on how long obviously the league is suspended so until next time yeah it will be I've got a feeling it's unfortunately it could be a long a long spell without football which is completely understandable so till next time listeners this is myself Mikey and Chris sign off We will return next week where we will talk all things Chelsea. So until then, you can find us on Twitter and Instagram at at the bridge pod. Thanks for listening, everyone. Until next time.